0: I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the harpy wizard. I'm Bajaya, and I play Mirka, the yeti fighter.
1: I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the skeletal ranger.
0: Hola!
1: Me llamo Patricio.
2: Ezra, the golem.
3: Hey, I'm Adam Bash, I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Force.
4: fine patrons of the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwhistle. you uh, your, you know, usual bard here. Uh, come to tell you stories about the wars, nothing else, nothing untoward. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so last time, uh, when we were last together, there was um, a little bit of unfortunateness, you know, between myself and um, someone I had considered a close friend, Furhat Hat Greg. Well, you know, it was a big to-do about this girl I had met at the marketplace and, you know, some untoward and unseemly things that he had done with her, like marrying the woman. And, uh, you know, it, it caused a big hullabaloo and it was the talk of the town for a while. But, of course, cooler heads prevailed and, you know, we had a meeting of the mines and hashed some stuff out and, um, okay, to, to, to be, to put it all up on the table, when I say cooler heads prevail, I just mean that he was a little angry with me. And I was angry at him, and so I threw some rotten eggs at his face, which um, he did not take well. Um, When I say meeting of the minds, I I mean that he uh, headbutted me in the face uh, for the aforementioned egging. And, you know, I got to say, I probably, I had it a little bit coming to me, I think. it I, I was a premeditated egging, obviously. I mean, I brought the eggs with me, but you know, it turned into a scuffle in the streets, and both of us were slapping about as hard as we could possibly slap. And the constables brought themselves into this matter, of course. Um, and we were stopped by the constables and said, Oh, you know, you, you two brutish lads must, uh, must away. You cannot have this kind of uh, rabble-rousing in the streets. And, you know, it's understandable. It's a respectable town, and I felt terrible at the time. But then my old friend Hat Greg said you know what I don't vouch for this Gentleman anymore I no longer Think that he is uh, separated from This string of boat thefts you were investigating Just a few scant months ago You know he threw me right Under the bus for that um, And so now I, I have the constables looking Into me again they've reopened their case Into the uh, string of boat Trespassings let's just call it what it was It was boat trespassings that I am certainly not a suspect For but they think that I put the idea into people's minds with these stories that I tell. And you know, it goes to speak of the, of the effect of the brute force even these, these many, many years later. You know, people still see them as these venerable heroes that could do no wrong. But let me tell you, they got a lot of stuff really whacked up. You know they made bad decisions left and right. We're in the middle of one, I think, right now, right? I mean, they're leaving the town of Burgundystrom just kind of high and dry. Except for they just decided, oh well, okay, I guess maybe we'll go back and save the one body that we made. You know, to heck with the rest of them. You know, they weren't perfect. You know, but I mean, they weren't. They weren't terrible. They did a lot of good things. And uh, you know, the, you'll 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 see they kind of grow. I think into this whole hero herodom thing a little bit, a little bit. I'm not going to overpromise or oversell it, but. Regardless, you know, don't pattern yourself after other people. Just because someone that you hear a story about stole a boat, you know, and have figured out that this is the the best and most exciting way to live your life through boat thievery, it doesn't mean that that's a a universal truth, you know. It doesn't mean that everybody's going to enjoy, you know, going out and and zipping away on a purloin schooner, okay? So, you know, I, I really shouldn't have to be telling you all this. So you know, I don't know what the future holds for me here in in Murkheim. It's it's been kind of up and down. It's been a real roller coaster of emotions, especially the last you know handful of weeks here. Um, you know, it's it, it I felt like I was really trying to find my place here, and then I, I I I was having issues with the constables, and then a local gentleman stepped up, and it it just felt like I was having friends and I was accepted and. And then there was this lovely woman and, and it's all just come crashing back down to earth for me. And so it's really been a rough, rough go of it really lately you know, but let's, let's let that for another day because t- t- right now I am just I am overjoyed and, and excitement about being able to tell you more about what happened next with the brute force uh, and I would feel remiss if I did not use every possible moment I have here on stage to tell you the next parts of the story because it gets exciting, it gets ribbled in some, some fashions and uh, you know, some would say uh, tantalizing, um, there are explosions, uh, there's uh, giant worms again, you know, but. new new worms not the previous worms I mean they are exactly like the previous worms but they are different they probably if they were named I don't believe they were I don't know how giant worm society works but I assume they weren't named but if they were named these particular worms would have different names than the previous worms um, and you know there's all types of uh, exciting parts like that uh, there's, uh, there's arrows um, there's um, a, a chase a dreaded, dread, dreadful chase in the streets um, and, and so let's, let's get right into that um, where we were last time the brute force had decided to set sail away from, uh, from, from Burgundy you know, to heck with that village, they said. It's, it's not really full of people that were all that nice to us anyway, except for that one lady at the bar who was uh, pretty decent. But, uh, you know, forget about her, she fell asleep, Wah-ha! you know, something of that nature, I don't know their real reasoning. But, you know, they heard some some voices, um, and specifically they heard the voice of Jamtooth, and he was in deep trouble. You know just a just a real bad spot and so they figured you know let's go on back into town and let's see if we can rescue him and uh you the uh half gnome half dwarf captain of the poop's pride or pirate's poop depending on who you're talking to he uh he gave them actually all of these uh, amazing new jetpacks except for lola she was kind of cool with staying put and not flying through the air on giant methane-fueled explosive devices And honestly, she probably had the right idea, because as soon as Mort and Ezra blasted off towards this town, they turned to find that Mirka was nowhere to be found. And at the risk of disappointing the Yeti heads in the audience, I know you're going to be a little saddened by this, but Mirka isn't actually in this part of the story. I mean, they probably should have taken maybe 15 minutes to, to test out these pieces of equipment. And, you know, did some low-flying routines. And, you know, buzz the tower once or twice before, just shooting off into town like that. It was really not the best bit of planning they've ever done. Uh, but, you know, we'll get back to her later. But for now, our attention turns to Mort and Ezra as they struggle valiantly to rescue their good friend, Jamtooth.
3: So you guys turn around and she's not there.
5: Wait, wait wasn't Mirka? wasn't uh, Mirka
1: right behind us? Uh, I thought so. Uh, maybe she got distracted by Moon Kevin.
3: Mm-hmm. Just so you guys know, these are really loud. <laughs> <laughs> Jetpacks are <laughs> loud. Ezra cups in
5: his head. Was it Mirka Right, behind
1: us? <laughs> well not. What? what was that? I the I Sorry, come here a word, old chap. Let's just keep going.
3: <laughs> Ezra just flashes a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys are, are heading in the general direction of where you heard Jam 2 screams, I assume? Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright, well that would be center of towns That's Bill. where we're heading. I mean,
1: you said these things don't have much fuel. either, do So maybe <laughs> yeah. we should go from I mean, like no- rooftop to
3: rooftop oh, to
1: conserve yeah, yeah. fuel. Gotta yeah, feather, feather the throttle.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you guys want to try Don't to land on like the early. nearest rooftop? All right. Well, uh, if you guys are gonna try to land on the nearest rooftop, go ahead and uh, we're gonna have to make a roll to land this right, thing let's do it up. without smashing some legs here. Uh, let's see. What should we make this? I think this is gonna be a part of this is gonna be ride because that used to be the drive skill, and so that oh, just makes I've got sense to nothing me. There, so that's good. And I've got one. We're gonna mix that with. Dexterity. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Dexterity uh, yeah, and ride. We're still at minus one, though. ride. You guys are still at minus one because you're sleepy, sleepy. Why
2: do I have a point to ride? Why did I put a point there? That makes no
1: so sense. I get a minus one because I don't have any ride. Yep. Uh, so I just got two.
0: Wait, did you give a tick to ride? Yeah. I
3: have no idea why I did that. Oh, come on now, Carly. <laughs> Uh, Lolo's not in this scene, so you can't make puns. No, oh god it. Uh
2: two. I got two of them. Two eights. Oh, I get it now. A ticket to ride. There it is. Gotcha. <laughs>
3: Alright, well you guys he both took, uh, uh, land on you guys both land on the roof of, of the nearest building. It's the one that actually Moon Kevin was standing on when he uh, sniped that worm uh only a few hours before.
1: Oh uh Tarok's house. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Tarek. <laughs> How far away from the screams, roughly, is this house?
3: Well, that's pretty tough it to is. say because you were a ways away when you heard the scream, so you don't really have much, uh, mu- or really in a way to gauge that. I mean, you can just go look over the square from where you're at.
1: Yeah, I'll have a look around and see if I can see like an area of high worm activity or something. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, you see a lot of uh, pieces of bison oh, Jesus. kind of scattered around the square. There are hunks of, of super bison kind of tossed left and right. Uh, some, some obvious worm activity just in the fact that there are like tunnels like pushed up like where the earth is pushed up and then sunk back in in all different places.
2: I don't, know why, I don't know why the phrase worm activity cracks me up so much. It's really killing
5: me. worm real, activity. I no <laughs> <warm> <laughs> activity!
1: Before we meet, perhaps we should get some of these chunks of superbice so we could try them out. and have
5: some nice super bison jer- jerky for the uh, the trip to Merckheim. I just, you know, I'm if I have a real ground beef situation down here. We don't know which ones are the grey worms and which ones are the, this is the okay super bison. We might be, you know, going into a a uh, 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 honeypot, a uh, uh, dickery-doo, as it were, a, a squelchy bell. You don't want any of that situation. You, you ever heard of that, a squelchy bell? I, I can't say I have. <laughs> what well, Ruth used to call it. Don't worry about it. I'm just saying we should... I like where your head's at with the meat, but also we don't know what's going on with the meat. Okay, so no squelchy bells. Got it. You got it. It's true. True. Oh shit! You know what? I forgot to give Lola that gold bar.
2: And I take the gold bar out of my hand, out of
5: my
3: pocket. <laughs> oh yeah, you have you you still has a gold bar in your pocket. Oh man,
5: I hope we don't die before I get to give Lola this. She'd really like it. uh sh- Well, what should we do now? Where is the worm activity? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're making it really hard not to laugh.
3: All right. Well, as you're, as you're kind of keeping the eyes open on this, uh, this whole situation, you see kind of running in towards the center of town, uh, from the west, you see, uh, what looks to be Jamtooth. Yeah. You, can su- you can see his shiny helmet. His shiny helmet is actually not on top of his head. He's carrying it kind of like by the chin strap in his teeth. And there's seawater kind of splashing around <laughs> yes. in it. And in one hand, he has a bunch of leaves and some, some poop and in the other hand he has like a little cup that looks to be splashing around as well <laughs> and under one arm he has the bar winch ricky and over his shoulder he has a uh, kind of uh not so great looking uh like obviously aged and withered um oh geez what was the bartender's gilda, name? gilda Gilda, yeah. So he's got all. He's, he's trying to save these people, and he's trying to save all the ingredients that you guys have set him off to save. And he's running into town, and behind him is quite obviously a uh, massive worm burrowing through the ground right behind him.
1: Jabbooth! I shout him, try
3: and get his attention. You get his attention. He looks up and stops dead in his tracks.
5: Don't stop. Hey, guy! <laughs> keep, keep running Jamson. run run like you've never run before
3: we are in what we are in a skill challenge which we've not really done before but i think it would be fun to do a skill challenge a D style skill challenge yeah. using our world of darkness skills and abilities okay so we're going to kind of treat it like a like a like a skill challenge you guys are going to have to get a certain number of successes cool uh before you get a certain number of failures you gotta
2: shoot one of those sleep people out of his arms, John, so the worm can feast.
3: <laughs> See, All right. No, well, you guys are gonna drop it. Uh, you guys are gonna have to get six successes before you have three failures. And if you have multiple successes on a roll, it's just gonna count as one success. So as long as you get successes, it counts as a success. Fast. So this should be pretty easy for you guys. Yeah. But there is a caveat mm-hmm. in that you guys cannot use the same skill more than once uh back to back so you have to alternate your skills also, that logic game section and you guys cannot use the same skill sequentially so if uh if mort uses a skill Ezra cannot then just right. use the we same We both
2: can't do athletics okay. right but I could go like athletics survival athletics
3: yes okay. you could all right I'm gonna <clears throat> instead of having you guys roll a uh initiative or anything. I'm just gonna roll a die and odds are gonna be Mort and Evens are gonna be Ezra. It was a three, so Mort, you're gonna go first. Okay. Alright. So there... your your job is to do whatever you would like to describe to do that is going to help get our good boy Jamtooth out of the situation and hopefully back to the boat without okay. being dead.
1: Are there any more bison sort of minute belt or are they old dead?
3: Uh there's one. It's missing its hindquarters. But it is crawling along the ground. Hmm. So there is a
1: still living Missing bison down there. Is a bit of a problem. I was going to use my jetpack to sort of herd it towards the worm, but I don't think that's going to work. Seems,
3: it just seems cruel at this point. Um, uh,
1: let me think. Okay, I am going to use my jetpack. I'm going to fly down. I'm going to circle the worm and try and confuse it and distract it.
3: Excellent. That is going to be a ride.
1: You have no ride. I'm sorry.
3: Nope. <laughs> We're going to do this with, with the individual skill that most applies. And a lot of these are going to be skills instead of attributes. Okay, so this is a chance, roll. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a fun starting place. Awesome. Uh but I I think because it's a skill challenge. No, I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna I'm not even I was gonna say maybe I'll give you regular, like it's a w like it's one roll, like eight, nine, ten, but I'm like, no, no, you guys need you guys you guys don't need boosts.
1: So it is a chance roll, Straight s-
3: straight chance roll it. It's
1: a nine. Oh-ha! Oh,
3: are you sure? Did so you check the, ten the dot? So close, yet yeah, so far. Well, I don't think it's really gonna <laughs> turn into a ten. <laughs> All right. Well, you try. You try to hover on down there and uh, scurry around this thing. And, uh, and it kind of works like you hover down and you're like spinning around like in circles around this thing. But you're not on the ground, so it's not really sensing your vibration. Uh, and next thing you know, you kind of plant yourself into the side of a building and drop to the ground.
1: Well, I'm on the ground now. Did he sense that? <laughs> now yeah, now you are.
3: All right, Ezra, what do you Is do? Is there anything on this roof that
2: I can use? As an
3: improvised throwing weapon? Mm, sure. Yeah. I mean, there's like loose, there's loose stones. There's. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do the,
2: looks the like, plan that I told John. I'm gonna chuck one of these stones as hard as I can to try and knock one of the dead weights off of his shoulders and give the worm a, a worm snake.
3: Oh <laughs> okay. So what are you? Uh, you're trying to hit uh, Gilda or Ricky? <clears throat> I guess Gilda because he's loosely over the
2: shoulders. He's less support, right. so yeah, yep. Gilda.
3: Okay, all right. Go ahead and Huck a rock. Uh, we're gonna call that ranged. We're just gonna call that a ranged attack. So roll your ranged Gilda. Uh, do I get a boost for my improvised weapon bonus? Yes. And uh, I'm not gonna make you guys take the next uh, I have two for being tired. Two on checks this. and improvised weapons. Okay. So
2: that means I get to roll two extra die.
3: You, if you have, so you have two checks and improvised weapons. Yep. How many do you have in ranged? Less than one. So not zero. Okay, so you're gonna only roll one. It's gonna be no, a chance roll not. again. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would get to roll two dice, but you would have a neg one for not being oh! having any skill in ranged. Success!
0: <laughs> okay oh, well
3: look uh you succeeded on a chance roll which is a uh, an exceptional success so you're gonna get a little bit of a bonus on this
1: does that count as like five successes So you only need it one. doesn't count
3: as five successes but i will i will give you back the uh the the failure that you lost oh nice because that was a that was an impressive roll there. Alright, so it's it's successful. You tell us how tell us how it looks when you huck this uh this rock at uh Jamtooth's shoulder.
2: <laughs> I pick up the rock and I blow it like I'm about to throw some craps. And I'm like, come on and I give him the old sidearm, like I'm a sidearm pitcher, and uh sling as hard as I can, and it hits Gilda right in his right in his ear and drops uh Drop some right off of Jam shoulder, and uh, I say, "Now we got ourselves
1: a squelch box." <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you're just gonna uh, you're gonna
0: have to mute me my my audio up until the time I am actually to see because Pat is making me laugh so hard.
3: Yeah, Pat, <laughs> you're on fire tonight. All right, so uh, back to Mort. Mort, you are on the ground uh, next to. This uh, this scene, Gilda has just dropped off of Jam uh, Jamtooth's shoulders into the ground. What do you do?
1: Gilda's still unconscious. So I think she's gotta be worm food.
3: Uh, yeah, you, you you know you know very good well that Gilda is very likely like dead at this point. Right, okay, because you saw the Baku like <laughs> lick his ear. lick his ear and and like steal years of his life, basically.
2: Oh, that makes me feel
3: better. So I didn't like. It's just a corpse, a worm. No, yeah, it's just a jam doesn't know the he difference was already at this worm point. Food. He's just trying to, yeah, he's just trying to help. Is there
1: by any chance a bucket by my feet? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is there by any chance a blind falconer? Well, you know what?
3: Go ahead and roll, just go ahead and roll a d10. Tell Nine. me what you get. Nine. You have a bucket at your feet, <laughs> okay that I, is very convenient for you.
1: I flip the bucket upside down uh, and put it on the ground sick then do you do I it with your my foot? short sword and I start smacking on it really hard
3: oh nice, like, like, a, creating, a, like a real echo chamber thing
1: yeah um so.
3: I mean, what would it be to just smack a bucket with a stick? <laughs> well, I mean, it depends. What is, what is your intent of bucket smacking here?
1: Um, again, it's to distract the worm and try and make it come a in right direction instead.
3: Yeah, um... Are you trying to scare the worm? Are you trying to draw it in? Or? I'm trying to
1: draw it towards me. Maybe a bluff? Oh, I've got three on that.
3: No successes. Ooh, not so good. All right. So uh, you draw your sword, you throw the bucket, flip the bucket over, you go, I got an idea. Uh, try to smack it with your sword. And, you know, you're just really good at, at smacking things with a sword. And you kind of cleave the, the bucket because you hit it with the flat, like the, the sharp side of the sword. And, you're, and your sword kind of gets half stuck in the bucket. And uh, so you now have a short sword stuck in a bucket sideways.
5: Just so it. <laughs> and, if, and
3: if not yet fully uh, and you also have a rubber chicken with a pulley in the middle and you haven't <laughs> fully solved this whole uh, worm issue. All right. So you guys are back down to uh, two two failures left. All right. Ezra, I
2: want to go down there.
3: You got your buddy down there, Mort, who flew down into a wall, hopped up. Stabbed the bucket for some reason. <laughs> He's got a plan, but you just can't figure out what it is. Shit! I, got, I need to go down there, so I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna go down there. And uh okay, uh, you don't have to
3: fly down there if you don't no, want to. I'll jump down there. Yeah, I mean you could. Yeah, I mean you could you could like climb down. Okay, I'll climb down. Okay, so that's gonna be athletics and climbing. If you have any climbing bonuses
2: oh no I just have just athletics one hot damn
3: a nine one success okay are you taking the jetpack with you or are you leave no it I'm keeping it with me for sure okay all right well you successfully scramble down the side of this thing uh meanwhile the worm pops up out of the ground and it is it is not in a way that you guys have seen usually when you guys see this th- these things jump out of the ground they just kind of come straight up like a straight vertical push out of the ground. This thing is, is still kind of, uh, mostly horizontal when it comes out of the ground and it just comes out of the ground and snatches onto Gilda's body and then drags it back like underground. And you can still see the, yeah, very much so. Or, or a killer whale. And it just, uh, like crests and then brings it back down, but it's still, it's still moving. But yeah, it's not moving as quickly because, you know, presumably, uh, Gilda's, uh, limp body is slowing its progression through the, through the dirt. If that makes you feel any better. I mean, you will have might- nightmares about that concept in the future.
1: Uh, Mort, go ahead. What direction is Jamtooth running in? Is he running like roughly towards the boat?
3: He is. Yeah. I mean, he's running towards the center of the square. Now it looked like he had been in the, um, he had been in the, the, the bar, and that's where he grabbed everybody, and then he kind of went out the back, and then ran around the back, back towards the square when he saw uh, the worms approaching.
1: Okay, I'm gonna. And so he's
3: actually headed towards Ezra, basically.
1: I'm gonna run and try and catch up with him to relieve him of some of his burden and help him run a bit easier.
3: Alrighty, uh, it's gonna be probably just athletics, but uh, mm-hmm. actually you can't do that because yeah, just yeah he just. Athletics. Uh, you could do, but stamina. Nah, I'd really rather use a skill instead of a, an attribute. What if I
1: cartwheeled over there and used acrobatics instead? <laughs> you, you absolutely could <laughs> cartwheel
3: over there and use
1: acrobatics. <laughs> I, I won't do that because that's another child's so. Oh,
3: that's dangerous. That's um, a dangerous game. Uh, man,
1: shoot, shoot that broad out from under his arm. But she's probably still alive, though. And I've got a thing feeling that Jamtooth might have a little thing for her. Adam's like going to kill her, her off
2: anyway. He doesn't want more NPCs than <laughs> <laughs> both <laughs> That's not
3: metagaming at all.
1: I am going to take off my jetpack, and I'm going to place it horizontally on the ground, <laughs> and activate oh, it I love this. so it shoots across the uh, the ground in the direction where the worm was.
3: Okay, so you are <laughs> activating your jetpack as a cruise missile to attack a giant worm. <laughs> Bring a <on>. ranged <laughs> attack. I mean,
1: he's, he's under the ground at the moment, but I guess he, hopefully he'll come up just in time to be hit by the missile, uh, or the sound Let's, will just uh, right. make him come out anyway. Alright, go ahead, do
3: it. Ranged.
1: So I've got five and ranged. That's good.
3: Right. <laughs> that, that might be a bit of an advantage for you.
1: One success. <laughs> wow.
3: Doesn't matter. We did it. All right. Yeah. So it, it, the, the worm is definitely underground when this happens. Uh, so you just kind of toss your jetpack down and give it a, like a stomp and just jam the throttle in and it goes off like a rocket, just shooting across the ground. And it gets to the dirt pile where this, uh, this worm is underground and it rams into it and causes a gas ex- like leak and explosion. And the thing just goes, boom. Right. Very cool. And uh, it's a, the the concussive force pushes jam tooth forward and he kind of half stumbles, but he, he manages to not drop anything and he manages to kind of keep running uh, And the worm is obviously like, kind of pushed back. You've kind of uh knocked him back a little bit and he's looks like he's not moving forward towards Jamtooth. Whether he's uh, like incapacitated <clears throat> somehow or just disoriented by the blast, you don't very know. Very cool. Uh but that was a that was a very cool thing to do.
1: How many successes we all know? Three. Three?
3: You need three Three, three, more, so yeah. need three you guys are, more. You guys are sitting pretty. Um you know, anytime you want to throw in a a a a pithy uh pun or something like that about about using jetpacks as rockets. You know, hey, you're the action heroes here, not me, right? So,
1: uh, Mort isn't very good at
3: these. Uh, yeah, that's the best part. T- that's why they're, that's why they're bad. They're the best. Take
1: that up your tailpipe, Sonny. <laughs>
3: Excellent. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. All right, back to. So I'm uh, down on the ground now
2: with, with Mort.
3: Yes. Well, you're not with Mort. Mort is, uh, kind of on the other side of the square so from you because he flew over that far side. Pretty
2: from me. So I really yeah. want to ask him what he's working with here with this bucket
3: situation. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Because that was such a cool I- idea. The concussive blast also knocked your sword oh, loose of that so- bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So congratulations <laughs> on that. So the bucket
2: is over with him, too. Yeah, he went yeah, to the, the other bucket, side. That's the right. Bucket that
3: is half slashed. The, the, um, the
2: half slashed bucket. Jam tooth from me.
3: Uh, he's still got about 30, 30 yards before he reaches. you. Yeah. What's my speed?
2: Can I get to him and grab what's this broad's name that he's got with him? Ricky. I want to palm Ricky's head like a basketball. And then I will be the one that carries her so that he can move faster.
3: Uh, so your speed is your strength plus your dexterity plus five.
2: 11 shit. No, go. that can't be right. Yeah, I guess it is.
3: So that's not good. 11 miles? <laughs> uh yeah, so it's like 11 squares and I think squares are like five you can run back so to him. Let's just say that. I don't know. You run I want to get to
2: him and attack her out
5: of his hands.
3: Yeah, you can easily get to him and like swipe her that's out, of his, out of his hands. Uh why don't you give me a I don't know, what kind of skill would that be? Sounds like a
2: melee skill to me because I'm attacking. But you're not attacking. I mean, you're uh, not, you're
3: just grabbing something. It's an attack grab. You can it's roll a me a thievery to oh,
2: see. <laughs> you sure we don't want sure to use. Uh...
3: I mean, you're not. A, I mean, you could punch Jamtooth punch and he'll drop her maybe. To, if you want to punch Jam is that what no, you're saying?
2: I'm just going to use my melee because I have four little creatures. Okay, well, melee would be uh,
3: melee would be a, like Persuasion to Persuade
2: or him to. I'm not in persuasion. I have intimidation, but
3: you could yell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could be real rude to him.
2: I'm going to yeah, I want to yell at Jamtooth the to give her. On
0: Pat's face. I want to
2: yell at Jamtooth and let him know that he needs to give Ricky Tikki Tavi to me or he will okay. be the mongoose.
3: Whoa. All right. Wait, wasn't Ricky Tikki Tavi the mongoose? Exactly. Okay. Who's the cobra in in this scenario? Who knows? The worm probably. The
2: worm is the cobra. All right. Oh shit. Oh, yeah, I got a 10. So one success and then I roll again and eight. So two successes.
3: All right. So you yell at Jamtooth and he is startled. And obviously, if you look in his eyes, a little hurt. But it's a nice yell. It's like a tough love. But he does. Uh, he does hold hold forward, like kind of like give you one of these shoulder forward things for you to grab Ricky out from under his arms. And uh, he's kind of still running. You guys are not uh you guys are not in like successive peril, well, right? Yeah, you well you guys have two you guys have two more you need. Oh so that's four. Okay. That's four. Um so you guys are not in mortal peril yet of the worm because it is still kind of sitting there, uh not moving, and it's back to Mort. Uh
1: Mort's just realized he's just given up his only form of escape. So he's gonna <laughs> wheel up that wall, you know. Run in to catch up with them.
3: All right, so athletics.
1: athletics. One success.
3: Uh, so you guys are uh, look like a look like a motley little force as you guys go charging out across the square, heading back towards the uh, towards the docks. Uh, something kind of shakes loose though behind you, and the worm it kind of crusts up above the ground again, and it's back on the pursuit. It's just kind of shaken off the effects of that concussive blast. Uh, and so now it is to Ezra.
2: I want to, as we're running, check on Ricky and make sure she has no medical needs that need attending to. I want to patch her up real nice.
3: I don't know how that helps you escape the worm. <laughs> it's I got two points in medicine. I get that, but you are down to your final success and your final success really should be whatever it's going to oh, be to help no. you get okay. away from this worm. How,
2: where, where are we?
3: Uh, so you guys are... On the the far eastern edge of the square, are we near any buildings? You're right next to the building that uh, that Tarek's place is. is like, like you jump down because I want to do
2: the cool. While I'm running, I grab the eve and I swing up like a like a cool guy. You know what I'm talking about? You know that you, you can that do that a cool move? guy move. Yeah, it's
3: yeah, an acrobatics. Sick. Looks like luck has run out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you are running full speed and you try your cool guy move. You jump up and grab the awning. Um, This building was not made to support swinging golems. Uh, So that awning just cracks and you fall flat on your back. While I'm jumping, I go, cool guy move. (laughs) Smash. (laughs) Alright, it is to Mort. Mort, one success to win it, one failure to lose it. Oh, golly. All the pressure in the world rests upon your bony shoulders. So I couldn't use the same skill
1: twice in a row, but I can use ranged again now, right?
3: You can use ranged again, yes.
1: And as I'm running... Can't use medicine. I'm just going (laughs) to spin around and let loose a devastating arrow right at the worm. Sick. And it's going to one-shot him. That's what's gonna happen.
2: Ah, oh, three hundred and sixty, no scope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's more like a one hundred and eighty, very scope. Um, so just the ranged, so I don't use any of my bonuses. Yeah, for just use ranged. Attacking. Well, I
3: mean, you could use your longbow bonus. Yeah.
1: So, just two. For the bonus that's seven. <laughs> oh, drop one. <laughs> it was a three. Uh... Wait. I think I dropped more than one.
3: <laughs> Don't hold us in suspense okay. or anything. Oh, no,
1: no, no. Four. Ah! We win!
3: We beat your shitty game! <laughs> Alright! So what happens is you spin around and this worm crusts up out of the ground uh and it's coming at you like full speed like it's not even straight up out of the ground you know it it is cleared the ground it is like a dolphin diving over the waves at you guys and it's closing in on you like mega fast and you pull an arrow knock it loose it Hits it right in the gullet, and it just splashes into uh, a million little worms all over the ground.
1: I think he got my points. I think I've used oh. that one already. You oh. but, but but oh. have used that
3: one before.
5: Uh, neg three to all rolls for the next
3: three hours for repeating a point. Uh,
5: that was a cool guy move. Very cool, Mort.
3: All right, you guys will, uh, will have no issues... Uh, Cleaning up the rest of, of the way back to the boat. You guys can have a conversation with Jamtooth if you like dude,
5: otherwise <laughs> <laughs> So sorry about sorry about getting all all up in your grill back there, Jamtooth, you know what they say. And the frog of war, you know? Just-
3: uh, no, it's a it's a canyon though that I figure use kinda like a tree, so and I get upset by trees, so everything. Yeah.
5: You see how much faster you ran when you gave me Ricky, though? That's what I was trying to tell you. Give no, because
3: I was carrying a tree, if you think about it.
5: Yes, true, true. And the frog of war will get everything confused. So it was tough love.
3: I understand that much. Um, got A little bit of a problem, though, is that I heard Lola back there. and She's in there somewhere, but I didn't see her. So we got to go get her out of the... I think she in the bar. I heard her in there.
5: No no more, you wanna take this one?
1: Uh, it's okay. Uh Loda's perfectly fine. She's back on the ship along with Merka. Um we're all we're all good to go now. Let's go.
3: No, I heard her back there. She got a cousin or something looks sounds like her?
1: Uh it, <coughs> it might have been one of Tarek's Falcons.
3: No, they see that they, they go like Ka and I not heard her say that before. She's different. She said <coughs> words like how you doing? Are
5: you okay? <laughs> yeah, and she, so far, no. She's the I'm best. Not doing great. She's always worried about other people, not about herself. She does always say things like that. She's great.
1: Oh, I agree. I, I know what that was. She she used a spell to, to try and whisper to you.
4: Oh, the
3: magic in the head. Things. Yes,
1: yes the, the head magic. That was what it was. Uh, that's no need to worry.
5: She's I wish she's on she the don't do
3: that. That's scary. Don't do. Uh, that's scary me. That's you, scary me.
5: If you tell her, I bet she won't do it again. She's real nice. She won't do it.
3: Okay, so, like, these bad these bad worms dead, I think uh, we could go maybe to the boat and have a boat party.
5: Yeah, this is the best <laughs> type of
1: party, party. Just in it. Swedish. <laughs> we have it, the boat party.
3: <laughs> you know, I span all types of languages and uh, accents. I don't know how. I just do my thing.
4: I just... Uh, <laughs> It's how orcs are, you know? It's pretty impressive you Every were able orca, to get all it the sound stuff. sound like this. Every orca sound like this. You don't know anything about anything.
5: Oh, Moon Kevin's also on the boat. I bet he's going to promote you. I bet you've uh, passed. Oh, yeah, no. So
3: that's great. He could teach me about waves and waters. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. in the waters, I know this much, there's not many of uh, the trees. That's so, true. That's true. different scenario. So, I got a lot to learn there. Mm-hmm. Although, you think about it, boat made of tree. So, that's something yeah. too.
5: Yeah, so trees are everywhere we go.
3: Anyway, who wants to carry the poop? Because I'm kind of done with that. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'll carry my main man. Okay. And Ezra
3: holds on his head. <laughs> he slaps a big slab of uh, bison poop in your palm. Mm-hmm. He said, thank, thank, okay. I d- you know, I had the pee and the poop, and I figured... I carry all this stuff. The seawater in my helmet, uh, I think I dropped somewhere. I hope that wasn't super important, but we go in the boat, maybe we find new seawater.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure we yeah, can it'll... find some somewhere on the ocean. Wow. <sighs> There's
3: well, got to be a lake or something.
1: Yes, plenty True. of lakes in the ocean, <laughs> don't worry about it. Well, let's,
3: go to the, <laughs> let's have this boat party. Okay, boop-buddy! And he runs off towards the, towards, uh, runs off towards the, uh, towards the docks.
4: Now I know, I know what you're saying. Now, boy, they really could have used Lola's help in that situation. They, they made it out, but it was by the skin of their teeth, and and that is true. It was quite a touch-and-go for a moment or two there, but it wasn't as if Lola was doing nothing. She was actually handling a much more pressing issue. Rolo Di Polo, the famed monster hunter, was quickly approaching. A vessel approached the port of Burgundy Strum, with the letters RDP unfurled upon their flag, and as the dreadful cavalier approached, Lolo was freaking out quite a bit.
3: You are rowing as fast as as a bunch of little Frankies can row, which is actually not not that slow. It's, it's pretty good, but... Uh, this, uh, this boat has sails, and the wind at its back, so it's closing in pretty quickly. And before you know it, you have a pretty large Corsair ship kind of uh, approaching right at your bow.
0: Oh, crap. Oh, shit. Oh, this is great. This is great news. It's my buddy.
4: Look at those flags. Can it's Rolo Polo. He heard my message, and he's coming to save the... bow. You know... <laughs> Sometimes I think you don't appreciate what I have to provide I here, sleep which on is. Him.
3: <clears throat> All right, you're gonna have to roll that.
0: Yes. <laughs> God damn, he's and so annoying. And I hope annoying. you succeed. <laughs> so fucking annoying. Oh yeah. Uh, one, two, three.
3: All right, He dropped him like a bag of potatoes.
0: the he never shuts up. Um. Ah. Uh, why can't I remember, remember? What is your name? I yell towards the
3: towards Yanov. <laughs> yes, Yanov Yeah. Yes, it's the man who has saved your lives by extricating you from a
0: prison. I'll pretend it's 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 all a It's not me that I can't remember. <laughs> Yanov.
4: Yeah, what's what's
0: wrong? Ah, we got incoming.
4: Oh yeah, that's a uh, oh that's Roland Apollo ship. That's uh, a it's a nice ship. That guy, I heard he's oh this is probably not good for you right oh yeah well okay um well uh you could what how do you want to handle this
0: uh all right well okay so i can't really i'm not really a fighter so they they get close and he he's spot, can, maybe i should uh
4: well i just want to put your mind at ease here okay i know you're not a fighter but there's also probably two dozen people on that ship that are going to
0: come over here any minute now. So it really doesn't matter because <laughs> there's way too many of them. Can I press to digitate myself to look human? Sure. Okay, I'm going to try that. If I get zero here, I would like, lo- oh, <gasps> how is that possible? Oh. Ah! just rolled eight dice and i got no successes <laughs>
3: congratulations you have pressed to digitize yourself to look significantly less human oh. you somehow have more feathers and more beak-like features oh, wow. than you previously did maybe you could just pretend you're the ship's parrot
0: she casts the spell and then she looks off yana looks at yana off and it's like eh? how do i look
3: for the for the for the duration of this scene i'm going to need you to up your squawk level
0: <laughs> okay
3: <laughs> I just mean you have to physically call and squawk more often oh, than you would previously okay.
0: all right ah.
4: <laughs> oh no, that's not good, like I don't know what you did there, but you kind of what? look
0: but don't I oh sh- God damn it
4: oh god there's there's they're scuttling a ship over okay. towards us uh,
0: this is gonna be a pro okay, I'm gonna need you to act like the 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 captain here. You're you're gonna have to take. I away. am the captain. Why oh, does everybody sh- want right. to undermine uh, authority okay. on this ship? You're gonna just have to pr- pretend that you don't know uh, who. That I don't know you. Yeah. The only other
4: person on my ship that's not a walking monster of flesh.
0: I. How close are we to the shore? This is gonna be so dumb.
3: Uh, you're right at the docks. So. <laughs> she
0: jumps off the ship.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Into the water.
0: Yes. Yeah, just... Okay. <laughs> But off the other side of the bow, where the, so the ship isn't just approaching, okay, and seeing me jump into the water.
3: <laughs> All right, you're gonna have to roll me in athletics to swim to shore. Oh
0: fuck! Oh, okay. Well, that's good because I don't have any. Okay. <laughs> so what's so it? So it's a chance roll. What is it? Uh, is it strength or dex? It'd be dex, wouldn't it? Or would it be stamina?
3: It would be stamina because you're. Okay. I think for swimming.
0: No, so wait, I'm how many, many do you have? It, it's I'm minus how, one for being unskilled.
3: How many do you have in stamina?
0: Three. So I've got two Okay, dicks.
3: So you do have two, two minus dice.
0: Minus one
1: for being tired. Oh wait, no, you're not tired because you had a nice She's not sleep. tired. Yay. She got some rest.
0: Nothing. <laughs> so mid okay. mid speech that Yonov's giving, she just dives out the side into the water and then starts flailing. Oh god, <laughs> my body is conducive to being yeah, get in the water. Ah, wait, ah. <laughs> oh, wait
3: All right, so you flail around for what feels like 20 minutes and uh, like start to half lose consciousness, and then somebody grabs you by like the back of your neck and pulls you up into a little canoe. and you uh cough the seawater out of your lungs.) <laughs>
0: And look up if I to look see a rollable, I'm gonna be very upset, she says to herself.
3: And you look up and you see a man. <laughs> oh, no, uh, well, there's a couple of guys uh. in this boat, but one is very noticeable to you. Um, uh. he looks he looks almost like a dwarf. He is a very short, stocky man, full thick beard, long curls of hair. Uh, but you know based upon two things, one, he's a little tall for a dwarf, and two, by reputation, you know this gentleman just happens to be real short and stocky. Ah,
0: shit! Uh,
3: he it, <laughs> she, he has she a giant loud. golden, giant golden hoop earrings on his ear, oh. uh, a large leather fedora, and uh, like that kind of puffy white piratey shirt. And uh, standing before you, one leg up on the uh, side of this little uh, this little lifeboat, is the one, the only de Polo.
0: So she, it's it's one of those scenes where she starts at the boots and slowly looks <laughs> up towards his face, and is going, "Son of a," bo- oh. uh, she spots his earrings.
2: Paint <laughs> <laughs> George still guys who Aaron is?
0: <laughs> and is is just like, those are, uh, uh, oh my! And she starts fanning her face. Those are really shiny. <laughs>
3: Oh, these you like these? Yes, no, they're they're pretty good, right? I I like them a lot. I put them on uh, pretty much every day. I got three pairs. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. do
0: a willpower roll just to see. <laughs>
3: Let's see.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, uh, no successes. So she starts like, oh, yeah, they're real, real good, and she starts reaching a hand up towards them.
3: Okay, yeah, no, don't touch me, and he like pushes your hands back down, and you don't you don't really have the energy you've been fighting at sea for hours on end. It's really been like three minutes maybe uh, that uh, you were in the uh-huh. water
0: yeah, but if I could just if I could just you know borrow them, then uh
3: oh, see this is nice, you're a harpy, right
0: i oh fuck right uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. she tries to jump off the side of the boat again. <laughs>
3: What do you do? <laughs> and he like kind of like grabs you with a hand to kind of keep you. He's like, "This is not. This is not a good behavior for you. Why are you doing this? Why are you gonna, trying to jump off the boat every time?"
0: Um, I I question as to why you ask me that.
3: Uh, this is the whole. Okay, so it's a reputation thing, is what we're getting at at this point.
0: Well, it clearly yes. She says that she's just hanging there in midair as he's got her by the scruff of the neck and she's kind of kicking her little legs.
3: All right, well, let me ask you two questions, okay? One, what do you fear of my reputation?
0: Well, I mean, clearly you think that I'm, uh, wanna listen, you, you, you hunt monsters and people, well, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I no, you're not right. You're right. but no.
3: I was wouldn't question call one.
0: myself a monster, but, like, listen, I know there's some out there that would. <laughs>
3: Well, that, you know, you, 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 you've answered question two, which is, are you a monster? And you have said, and I know this as well. No, you are not. Uh, there ah. are some people that would consider you a monster, but that's very backwards thinking. Um, you know, I, I would consider a monster something like the Baku. I have been drawn here to fight by some weird little strange wizard man I ran into one time and then he thinks he can send a message to me. Oh, he's the uh, worst, isn't he? Oh, that guy is the worst. Let me tell you. You never had to have dinner with him, I assume.
0: No, I just... I just keep putting him to sleep.
3: Okay, so he paid extra money for, like, the whole VIP package. Last time we had the uh, thing here in town. And then I had to be, like, super friendly with the guy. And he is unsufferable. The worst. And now he's bringing me here to, like, fight a Baku or something like that. So, you know, there's prestige associated with it. And I can't say no because he's a VIP guy. You know, he has some money to throw around. But anyway, you know, some people would say that you guys are... uh Monsters, but I think that's a terrible thing to say. I mean, you're no different than I. You're no different than a goblin. You know, not a monster, just someone that is slightly misunderstood. Uh, but that's that's just a perception, right? So I don't know why you have to assume that. You know, because of my reputation, you see what's going on here is that you're making some a little bit prejudiced assumptions about me.
0: Whoa, you just you just bought that up right back home, didn't you, bud? <laughs>
3: Yeah, you know, it comes around and it sneaks up on you like that.
0: Yeah, it just, it just caught me by surprise. So, okay.
3: Uh, um, I do have to ask, though, what in the world is a harpy doing on what is quite obviously the boat of the crown prince of, of Dindarast? Because, I mean, that's the count. That, I mean, it says Poop's Pride right on there, but that's the that's the crown prince's boat.
0: Ah! Uh... Well, there was this something happened in the city, and we needed to get away because, well, listen, you, like you said, we're misunderstood every once in a while, and uh, and they were coming after us, and we had ah, uh, it wasn't my idea, and uh, talk to uh, talk to, she kind of looks up and sees if Yanoff yeah, is visible.
3: He's looking over the edge of the boat, and as soon as you look up at him, he pulls his head back real quick, <laughs> like he's not up there.
0: Hey, you son of a bitch. Uh, listen, I, I, maybe we can talk about this after there's giant worms and bakus in the town running crazy and killing people. Maybe we could deal with that first?
3: Oh, uh, yes. Okay, okay. We can deal with this. I have a, by the way, on a side note, business proposition for you. You might want to hear it out after this whole situation. Just, you know, I'll, just keep it in the back of your mind. We could maybe do some business together. Okay. Uh, let's get into town. We got to kill the Baku. You know, it's a uh, playbook 32, I guess, at this point. Let's, uh, oh, uh let's we do actually this
0: already killed the Baku, but, but there's some giant worms in town they're taking care of right now.
3: Okay. So, like, you know, why you why you why did they, why did I get called here if the Baku's already dead?
0: Well your fanboy was the one that orchestrated this whole thing.
3: I can't believe I sailed all the way here. I mean on the plus side I was on the way through. So that's at least good. Uh but I was almost back to Kushkol to do a, a big, it was going to be a big celebration, and then I get this thing, it's like, okay, Baku, some worms, maybe I come in, maybe I save some people, maybe they get some referrals out, next thing I know I'm doing shows, and then, uh, you know, I was on my way to a few more of these towns in the area, mm-hmm. and then straight over to gravemire because you know, Murkheim is apparently uh just bustling with some bad news these days, so... Wait, I figured wait, okay, I na- you
0: so- what do you mean bad news?
3: Well, uh, okay, so... You know, probably don't hear about it too much around here, but there's like monsters at the gates, all this crazy stuff. And they've tried uh, apparently to recall their Paragon and he's not showing up. So now they're, you know, saying, oh, well, heck, where's this guy? He's supposed to come and save us from the monsters that are going to batter down our gates and kill all our people. So I figure, you know, stop in, kill a couple of monsters, you know, save a few people, get some money. Sounds like a pretty sweet gig.
0: Oh, oh boy, that is not... That is not a good thing to hear right now. Uh we're we're from Merkheim and um well let's just say that wasn't that wasn't great news.
3: Wow, you're a harpy from Merkheim, man. I didn't know they're that forward thinking that I don't get down there very often, but it's nice to hear that they are accepting of a harpy among them.
0: Well, I don't know if it's so much accepting as tolerating, but that's fine. Listen, we, we gotta I've got I've got the they're in town fighting for their lives we really got to go and grab them
3: all right so you guys row up to the to shore and you guys hop out ready to do battle against some worms and you see uh, mort and ezra and jamtooth uh, storming off towards the boat
0: uh, uh hey guys she yells and she like <laughs> slails her arms it's like you'll never guess who's here
4: so as you can understand, it was not without some degree of trepidation that Lola and Mort stood alongside Rolo de Polo on the docks of burgundy
0: Ezra, on the other hand,
4: I don't believe was actually quite worried at all. He, he, he usually wasn't. I mean, this is not really part of his nature, and I don't know if it's, if it's, if it's a golem thing. I, I, don't, I don't want to, you know, paint an entire group of beings with one brush, but, uh, you know, I think there is something to be said that the, they are a hearty people not quick to worry about the intentions of others. But as he approached the poop's pride slash pride's poop, he certainly was concerned about the whereabouts of Mirka. And you know, we'll go into detail about it next time, but uh, in, in the Yeti heads particular in the back. Yeah, I, I love the hats. I love the hats guys and the coats. Beautiful, I love it. Marketing, merchandising, it's beautiful, I love it. Um, the Yeti heads are gonna love the next episode because it is, it is a really mur- Mirka heavy episode okay because all of the stuff that, that was going on with her during this part it it's exciting it's uh, there's there's a fight there's uh, there's a there's a tiger all types of crazy things now now if you'll excuse me i, I really must i must be away i i, I, I do have uh, I have an appointment actually um with a, with a with a legal representative um, actually because there's, a, there's a significant concerns that charges uh, will, will actually be brought against me in this whole um, boat trespassing situation I, I, don't, I don't know I would hope that if, if this happens and if, if I am tried in the court of public opinion that, uh, that as my audience you would rise up your voices as one and say no we will not let this stand this man has done nothing wrong He has simply told us the story of the brute force. He has told us the story wherein one time a group of people stole a boat, okay? And it happens, it happens. Boats happen, both thefts happen all the time. It doesn't make it that man's fault. And then, you know, charge down and uh, break down the walls that hold me, rip the bars out the windows, take me out upon your shoulders, you know, parade me through the streets. And I think everyone will get the hint that maybe I, I'm not to be trifled with. So, hopefully, you know, worse comes to worse. Yeah, yeah, stock up on some chisels, you know, break me out of that prison, you know. I'm not gonna tell you how to do it. Tie a rope to the uh, back of an ox. I don't think the walls are that strong, so if you tie the rope to the bar and then to a, maybe a few oxen, I don't, uh, you, you know, you guys work it out. You're the, you're, the, you're the horde here, you're the mob. You know, I'm gonna let the mob do its thing, right? But, uh, you know, start planning now. (laughs) I'm just saying, start planning. And uh, I will see you next time uh, here at the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartender and uh, do have a good night.
0: potatoes! Didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of Brute Force? Well, then check out these other Geekly Ink shows, including Drunks and Dragons, Casts of Thrones, Cthulhu and Friends, Transformation Sequence Podcast, and Your Wizardary. You can also head over to BruteForcePodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of Eorith. If you've liked what you've heard so far, then please consider donating to our Patreon campaign. At Patreon.com/BruteForce, so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force.